Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue! Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Hello, and welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, an odd couple podcast. Today, we're going to discuss season three, episode 22, Take My Furniture, Please. As Felix would say, and you like to quote, Garrett, it's a biggie. It's a biggie. Uh, Before we discuss it, uh, we want to point out uh, something from the Odyssey, or two things from the Odyssey couple. Uh, I have something, and Garrett has something, which was our episode last week. One is something we want to thank Larry Fishgold on the uh, Odd Couple Facebook page who pointed this out, something we definitely should have noted, um, Garrett. In fact, you said to yeah. me, I, I, I read this and said, oh, that's interesting. And Garrett said we should have pointed this out. In the Odyssey Couple episode, Oscar says to his mother that she was with him on the courthouse steps at the divorce. But in the Odd Couples, which is an entire episode devoted around the fact that Oscar's mother... <laughs> which we discussed not yes, too long ago. That Oscar's mother doesn't <laughs> even know Oscar's divorced at all. <laughs> right. and, of course, and they have to go through an elaborate ruse, right. which is the premise of the entire episode. Before your, about that. your point is that these are alternate universes because there's different people playing Oscar's mother. Yes, that's mother. right. Because yeah. there's a different actress playing the mother now, it's as if that we're in an alternate universe right. that never existed though. And you have something about the Odyssey couple? Well, I know about that. I also, it is possible that Oscar doesn't mean that literally, like on the courthouse steps of the divorce. You could maybe spin that as figurative. But even then, she only knew about the divorce apparently a few months ago when they, when they finally broke the news turn. Yeah, uh, it's, it's clearly an inconsistency. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, the only other thing I wanted to say, it's not so much about the episode itself the odyssey couple about which the least said the better um it it just made me realize that there it actually kind of rounds out a what might even be a through line a story arc in season three um if if you can bear with me i think it's not every episode but there are a lot of episodes in season three that are about oscar oscar's dating life and which there weren't in season two because he had Nancy for most, at least most of the time. And, uh, and now if, you know, if you look at season two, season three, we start with the computer dating episode, which is all about him trying to get a date. Uh, we have the princess where he basically proposes <laughs> to get married again to this foreign European princess. We have uh, Odd Couples is is pretending he's still married to Blanche. Um, we have um, Don't Believe in Rumors, where they take in the drifter who seduces both Oscar and Felix. Um, we have, even in Sometimes a Great Ocean, Oscar's convinced he's going to be on a swinging cruise to pick up some chicks. Uh, and then My Strife in Court is all about how he, I couldn't get a date calling seven girls and finally felix fixes them up in odyssey couple with a greek belly dance well he's single so why that this isn't that <laughs> notable well well they the, the fact that his well it's not every episode that it's about him getting a date even though he's single but i'm just you know it's a contrast it's, it's a reason why they had to get rid of nancy they want oscar's yes, good see. character yes. to have eligible and his dating life is more interesting than Felix's, they think, because now they give Felix the steady, quote, girlfriend. But uh, he does. <laughs> but we have other episodes where he, he uh, Alex Karras, Alex Karras's wife. That episode. That's coming, coming up. up. It's coming up. In My another point season, is, not season three. Not season three. My point is it'll continue. Right. D, you know, yes. he almost marries Dina Merle. Oh, yeah. And, no, he, he they bring Felix back in. Right. And, and Oscar. Uh, we'll see what happens. And we see more with Oscar dating. But yeah, I agree with oh. you that. Getting rid of Nancy was a way to create more stories for us. Right. Yeah. Because it is boring. So that's, that's how I see Odyssey Couple is kind of like a na- weirdly natural or unnatural uh, a failed finale. Attempt. Failed, failed attempt. attempt. Yeah. Several failed attempts at girlfriend. All right. All right. So let's talk about Take My Furniture, Please, which aired March 9th, 1973. And written, written by Harvey Miller himself, the man himself. So we have an established. You get the joke, Ted? You get the joke? Take My Furniture. 
please. No, I don't get it. Let's spend a half hour discussing why that's not. <laughs> uh, I hope I will we'll assume people understand. Well, they should have gotten Henny Youngman to show up in the episode. That would he was alive, yeah. So establishing shot of oh I see he was alive when we were in high school. Is he, he still was, alive? I don't think he's still alive, no. In spirit, only yeah. in spirit. So we've establishing shot of the San Remo, and now we see Felix inside the apartment painting the outside of the kitchen door. And we can then see the whole living room is being painted. We see Miriam helping out. She's wearing a green shirt, I noticed. And Murray is not in uniform. He has a white hat and he's holding a carton of Chinese food. Felix says, we've got to finish this before Oscar comes back, which is by the way, a dubbed in line. Hmm. Murray offers Felix some Chinese food, which I thought was odd. Wouldn't, if you're offering someone food, don't you say what it is and not just say the generic name of the <laughs> Here, I have some Chinese food. I don't now know he, what it is. He food. does then say to Miriam, Felix says, no, thank you. Miriam does then reference the actual food to Miriam when she says, ask if she wants an egg roll or some fried noodles. What I find odd about the exchange is that it's, there's, it's not funny. There's no joke. You're right. There is no joke. I feel it's like this episode gets off to a kind of slow start. You're right. There's a, it's right. It's not even a setup to a later joke. Yeah. Uh, Miriam says, no, thank you. Felix has finished his painting and say there, look at that. We did it. Miriam and Murray applaud. Felix says, looks great, huh? Better check to see if Oscar's coming. Miriam goes to look out the window. Felix says, what do you think, Murray? What do you think? Murray says, I may be crazy, but I think it's swell. Miriam says, oh, I think I see. Yes, he's getting out of a taxi. And Felix says, let's get all of this junk into the kitchen. Felix and Miriam move the table with the painting supplies into the kitchen. Murray asks what he should do. Felix says he should look for hairs. Murray asks what kind of hairs. Felix says brush hairs. Murray asks where. Felix says everywhere. Murray then starts looking around the room for hairs, saying the word hear hair in a very funny way while he searches all over the room looking for hair. Uh, this is a, it's a fun, more funny visual. It's, even yes. a clip of that isn't that funny. Um, so you, you go watch it. Felix and Oscar and Miriam then line up in front of the door, waiting for Oscar to come home. And Felix says, I'm dying to see his face. Now I noticed here, I don't know if you noticed this, um, Oscar and Miriam have their arms around each other while they're waiting. Did you see that? Murray, you mean? No, no Oscar. I'm sorry, Felix. Felix and Fe Miriam. Oh. I know. Felix wow. and Miriam. Rare PDA. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, right before Oscar walks in, Murray points to the banister and grabs something off of it and says, hair. <laughs> then Oscar walks in and Murray says, hi, Oscar. And Oscar says, hi, Murray. Oscar says, hey, look at that, which we think is supposed to be Oscar noticing the whole room has been painted. But he says to Miriam, I didn't know you wore glasses. You look cute. As he touches her on the cheek. And then we go to credits. That's a funny setup. Yeah, it is slow, but it's a funny setup we have no idea where it's going like there's no indication of that's what's true. to come yes. uh, after the credits miriam says felix i'm so sorry he didn't notice your walls felix says he was distracted by your glasses <laughs> it's all right he's tired he'll see it later thanks a lot you guys i never could have done it without you two we broke a world's record miriam says see you tomorrow murray says hey listen let me know if he finds any hairs uh okay now we're going to play our first clip Oh, Felix, where did you hear this weird idea? I got the net, I'm going to make a fortune. Notice anything different? Yeah, Murray and Miriam are gone. <laughs> hey, listen, at tonight's game, a ball bounced off Harry head and went into the wrong basket. It was funny, but it was also embarrassing. I'm going to collect all these anecdotes, put in a book called The Most Embarrassing Moment in Sports. No one's ever thought of it before I'll make a fortune. I'll give you a hint. Man, listen, listen. There's something different in this room. It smells different. It's very good, very good. What does it smell like? Chinese turpentine. <laughs> yes, yes. Do you see anything different? Yeah, there's a little brown tear on your left hand. It's not brown. What is it? Look around you, I painted the whole room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's flaming peach. <laughs> what color was it before? Spanish mildew. I like it. But you like this a lot better, don't you? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. So you agree, we need all new furniture. What? I did a job today for a furniture maker. He's going to give me anything I've No, 
How can you say no just like that? No, because I'm happy with the furniture I've got. I don't want to be bothered. I don't have any money for furniture. This, this junk doesn't match. You're not going to be bothered at all. It's not going to cost you a penny. I've got a plan. Ah, I don't have time for your plans. I want to finish the book while I'm hot, buddy. Part of my plan is to keep you out of the plan. I'm going to do everything so you'll have time to finish your book. Trust me. Look, look, look. When Blanche and you split up, what was the one thing she didn't fight you for? Oh. The furniture, right? You won't bother me? I painted this whole room without bothering you. It won't cost me a cent. I'm going to sell the old furniture to buy new. You won't touch anything in my room? Have I ever? <laughs> you won't be so... So that noise at the end is Oscar putting his hand on the door, wet paint door and getting paint all over his fingers and also getting his hands very messy. Uh, so the next scene, Felix comes in uh, from the outside and says, boy, it's getting nippy out there. Oscar says, what did you have to go out for? And Felix says, I wanted to get the early edition of tomorrow's paper, our ads in it. Oscar says, our ad? Felix says, to see this furniture. Here it is hot off the presses. Felix hands the newspaper to Oscar, but he just throws it to the side of the desk. Felix says, boy, we're going to have a crowd here tomorrow. Better check on my brownies. I'm making brownies for the sale. And now we're going to get our second clip. I should say, as I said to you, uh, Garrett, this, this, is, this uh, episode has our most clips ever, eight clips. Cliparama. They're not all, none of them are super long, um, but there's a lot. Clipapalooza. All right, here's our next clip. It's after 12 o'clock. Yes, may I help you? We're here for the rummage sale. No, that's tomorrow. Uh-oh. Tomorrow, today? It's in the paper already. Yeah, we get the early edition as soon as it comes out, so we get first crack at everything. That's how I got my dog. If you're not first in New York, you're last. Hi, mister. Felix, let me have Ladies, my friend here has a great deal of work to do, so the sale starts tomorrow. It's already tomorrow. It's past midnight. Oh, please, mister. I came all the way from Larchmont. I need an end table badly. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this was going to happen? I promised I wasn't going to bother you. But you broke your promise. All right. The lady came all the way from Larchmont. What am I going to do? Pretend we're not here. Go back to work. You won't know we're here. Let me hear the clatter of... Oh, look at that. Oh, now, I didn't have to touch it perfectly. I saw it first. Get these women out of here. How can I now? Yes, they you can. Yes, don't you remember? Well, tell them the store's closed. you got to take inventory. I'm going to let you Ladies, the store is closed. We've got to take inventory. How much are the pillows? I'll take all five. They're five for $25. I'll $16 for any three. You can have any three. You can have anything you want tomorrow. The sale is tomorrow. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Last one out is a rock day. Come on, ladies. Here we go. I got cash. Don't take a check. I got cash. The sale is tomorrow. I'm looking for a desk. You got a desk. Great. How much, how much is it? Too much. You can't afford it. The sale is tomorrow. Fifty dollars. Impossible. My friend is writing a very important... Seventy-five. Out of the question, Mr. Einstein. A hundred. It's yours. <laughs> Ooh, what are you doing? He's giving us twice what it's worth. This is a classic piece, mister. Give me a hand. Get this downstairs and give each one of you a buck. Meantime, you can use the bridge table to work on. I can use, I give you $15. It's yours. <laughs> Boy, did we take him. <laughs> so a bunch of things about that clip. First of all, the doormen in this building suck because they just let everybody up unannounced. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you notice? Do they this? have an intercom? They must. It's a, they must have a way. Yes, because I grew up four blocks away, and in this I'm, era, well, I I'm not asking a, if you had one, but in it's the same <laughs> building the set, but on oh. the set, oh, like in, I see. They've no. never used it in the show. I see what you're saying. Uh, you meant you didn't mean the buildings of the, the era. fictional meant, tent, the uh, fictional no, 1049 Park. I don't think we ever. They never see an actual intercom system, and they right. never have them. But they Which have doormen. Which would indeed spoil many of these surprises. Yes, of course. I mean, there's like. I worked at USA Network and the show Suits was in every episode, people would be coming into other people's offices from, you know, another outside and just yeah. confronting them. But this was <laughs> in an era post 9-11 when there should right, be security. Right, so right. there's a lot of Not dramatic licensing. No. And actually the only episode I remember 
that happening is when they move into the high security security arms. That's right. Yes. Uh, did you notice there's two different rings at the start of that cliff? There's a doorbell no, and there's a second doorbell. I'm going to play that yeah. for you. Yeah, listen. Yes. Okay. Hear that? You mean right one right after the other? Yeah, but it's a, it's a different, it's not like someone's ringing the doorbell twice. It's two different rings. Did you hear it? It's like a different yes. tone. Yes, I, I hear that. That I is never understood odd that. that they would deliberately choose that. I, I, I think it's a mistake. That one of them stubbed in. Or... Maybe, yes, yeah, something like that. But I've or always prop, noticed that. Something about the prop malfunction. Uh, so uh, one of the women here, the woman who came from Larchmont, which I find hard to believe, um, <laughs> is played which by, is far out in Long Island. Right? It's far enough away that no one's driving in New York to pick <laughs> up midnight. some pillows. Yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, are very expensive. Five pillows for $25 would seem like a lot today to me. And $100 yes. for a desk would also seem like a lot today for me, to me. I think these are very high priced. In, in, in 1973 yeah. I'm saying if I sold a desk for $100 today, that desk, I'd be thrilled. If I sold well, five pillows for $25, I'd be thrilled. Imagine in 1973 how much money you're getting. Yeah, but, well, okay, but I understand, like, for a tiny little a cheap desk, but Oscar's desk is a pretty substantial. Uh, I think hundred hours uh, to get that used today, I think, is is pretty impressive. I think, or is good. It's an old, beat up desk. It was, wow. I mean, it's not small, but it's, but it's not a like big, heavy property. In fact, I was very. I this is one of the. Well, I wouldn't say one of the few, but one time I felt very viscerally uh, uh, empathetic with Oscar. I felt. Yes, his anger I agree. when he let when Felix lets them take yes. that desk away from him, not just because of um, that he's writing on it, but it's a great desk. I know. He needs it. It seems like a lot of money. Okay. Anyway, so one of the women there is played by Bella Brooke, who we discussed recently. She was in Myrna's debut as Myrna's aunt, who fills in as the secretary who tells Oscar to yes. stop undressing her him right. her with his eyes. <laughs> What's what's Myrna's aunt doing uh, living in large by coming in to buy pillows? And the other woman, who by the way sounds like Myrna. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you, did you, like at first I, I was you, yeah. At well, first I was yeah. wondering if it was if it was um, Penny Marshall's sister. Right. But her name is Jessica Meyerson. We have seen her before. Do you remember where we've seen her? No. She was in the natural childbirth episode. She was the oh coach. season she, one. She, she, oh no, uh, sorry, season, first episode of season, season two. two. She was the instructor. Right. Now, the man in the scene, you notice he gets applause. Yes. So that's because he's character actor Charles Lane, who is yes. perhaps Legend. what legendary. Legend. Yeah, legendary. Did I say legendary? I, I wrote it down. I don't know if I just said it. He has appeared in 376 movies and TV episodes from 1930 to 2015. He passed away at 102 in 2007. Among his many credits are Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Arsenic and Old Lace, oh. Lace Call Northside 777, which I think we discussed did we, no, we discussed Butterfield 8, but that's another, that was a different, 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 different phone numbers. Different phone numbers. He was in four Isle of Lucy's, Twilight Zone, Get Smart, F Troop, Beverly Hillbilly, Soap, Mork and Mindy, Hunter, St. Elsewhere in L.A. Law. Oh. And I guess they applaud because they recognize him. And never a, a, a leading role, right? He's just like the perennial character actor from the, from the 40s. Right. <laughs> and earlier even. Uh, right. And the final scene, which is a visual, which you're referring to, the desk is taken away right out from un, uh, under Oscar, who has to rescue his typewriter. Like he yes. has to grab his typewriter <laughs> so it doesn't fall. Uh, so now we're, it's the next morning with a new scene. The living room is empty. Felix has plates of food in his hands and he shouts breakfast. Oscar says, forget breakfast, will you? I'll grab an egg at the corner. Felix says, no one in this house eats in a greasy spoon. A major favorite, eggs and waffles, another favorite of Oscar's that we've never heard about before. Yeah, no. He hands Oscar a plate of food and a cup of coffee. And while he's putting a napkin on him, like a bid, Felix puts <laughs> the, na the napkin on Oscar. And then they're just standing there because there's no place to sit. And that leads us to another clip. It's nice and airy in here, isn't it? Wonder you're so bubbly and happy. Think you finally need enough for you. <laughs> I just gave him a coat of shellac. Don't sit on the steps. Well, how am I supposed to eat? Well, you're doing a cocktail party. Juggle it. Hmm, this is good. Hold on for a second, will you? Now, 
am I supposed to eat? Are you doing a cocktail party? You're not gonna... This is ridiculous. Come on, you gotta get some friends or something we can sit on here. I promise you by tonight you'll have something to sit on. Oh, Mr. Sim, I can't see you like that. Here, come on, come you on. Put it on top of my food. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't sit on the steps. Uh, so there's some visuals in there. Uh, Tony Randall is impressively balancing a coffee cup on one leg while eating and holding a plate. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Oscar is uh, running. Well, he runs at the end. He runs and jumps over the entry area, which is shellac. In order to jump over the shellac. That he steps step. onto yeah. the back onto the area to close the door, <laughs> which is even as is unnecessary. And Can I just course, comment though the yes. applause that Jack Lugman gets for making that jump? Uh, is one of the few times he gets Tony yes. Randall gets a lot of those. Yes, this is a rare chance for Jack Lugman to show any kind of physical uh, ability. Um, but I did check; it is in one take. They did not uh, uh, cut, make a you know, cut away to let him do it several times. Um, and he, actually, he gets more applause than Felix than Tony Randall gets for balancing the cup. Yes. Um, okay. we have, yeah. Before you move on. Uh, I forgot to ask you about the the whole issue of the paint. Yeah, they have. It is, uh, of course, when once he mentions flaming peach, I am completely at a loss to remember what the old, what the previous color was. I don't. I mean, I don't remember. It was, and I, I don't even know. I mean, I wouldn't know how to yeah. give a name to it. But you can go back and look. Well, I've been looking at some some stills, some pictures, and and it looks kind of beige, not too different, kind of beige. Yeah. Um, that sounds Spanish right. mildew is a funny, yeah, funny joke. Um, but now, of course, as seeing this episode, like I don't think I have it in me to do the work, but I'd be really curious, like how different is the color of the wall? How different is the new paint? How different is the furniture they end up with uh, at the end of the episode? Than what they had before. Can you really tell the season from? Did, were they consistent with the set? Um, um, and then what are we gonna? What are we gonna have in season four, which is coming up very soon? Yeah, uh, we have a topic about the furniture in season four coming up, um, but I actually didn't check the paint. Um, so we have a new season. I'm sorry, new scene. Uh, Oscar's interviewing Bubba Smith of the Buffalo Colts for his book about embarrassing moments that we heard about in the beginning. Uh, Bubba Smith did start with the Colts in 1967. He played until 1973 when he was traded to the Oakland Raiders and then traded to the Houston Oilers. He retired from football in 1976 and went into acting. This was his first credit. Then he did Wonder Woman, Good Times, Charlie's Angels, Sheriff Lobo, White Shadow, and Vegas, Vegas but not playing himself. He's playing a version of himself. A different Bubba. <laughs> right? And in so fact, well, yes, in fact, yeah. he was a series regular on the show with Dick Buckus, another football player turned actor, on the TV version of the movie Blue Thunder. Mm. And in that, he played a cop named Lyman Bubba Kelsey. And he and Dick Buckus drove up a van to support the helicopter cops. Do you know who played the oh. helicopter cops? No, I, I really don't. It was James Farantino playing the Roy Scheider role. And famously, Dana Carvey was the really? second cop in that in the helicopter. Must have yeah. been very young. He was very young, and it was a, it's a weird. Is that a comedy show? It's not a comedy show, but he is. It's a you know, it's a. He was probably comic relief. He was comic relief at the time. There was Knight Rider and Street Hawk, and Blue Thunder. So the Knight Rider success inspired other networks to try to do uh, souped up cop vehicle shows which went right. to street hawk and then there was a blue thunder movie that was successful enough to leave this weird uh the most famous role for him is a uh, high tower in six police academy movies that's for talking about uh bob smith. smith yeah that's where he that's where he was in police academy I never... six of them it was high tower uh it's not there's more than six i think but he was in the classic <laughs> six let's call it I that see. <laughs> canon the canonical um, um you know uh what doesn't surprise me he had uh I guess a, a, a more serious, longer acting career than uh, our other odd couple football player, Deacon Jones. Um, 
who I forget. I think he did some stuff after Akaba, but not that wasn't really as big a deal for him. Right. Uh, he, yeah, he isn't. He did not have as much of a career. And Bubba Smith is really good in this. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Well, we're gonna play a clip in a second. Yeah. Um, so now we have a scene in Oscar's office. Myrna, uh, th- this scene that we're talking about with Oscar interviewing Bubba. Myrna's in the scene. Bubba says he only has ten minutes. He has to do a candy commercial with his mother. Oscar asks Myrna to wait outside and not let anyone in for the 10 minutes. Myrna says, hold that line, right? Oscar says, okay, Bubba, now what was your most embarrassing moment? Bubba says, when my parents named me Bubba. Oscar Mm -hmm. laughs and says, no, what was your most embarrassing moment in your football career? Bubba says, come on, Oscar, you know I can't tell you that. Oscar says, sure you can. That's what the book is about. See, it's a lot of funny stories. Bubba says, okay, I've got a great one. Oscar says, let's hear it. Bubba says, this is going to kill you. And then Felix walks in and ruins everything. Anybody home? (laughs) What happened to Myrna? She's outside making sure nobody comes in. (laughs) This will just take a second. Hi, I'm Felix Unger. This is Bubba Smith, a football player who's in a hurry. Yes. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Smith. Just call me Bubba. Uh, Bubba. (laughs) Booby. This will just take a minute. I got some marvelous swatches for our drapes, and I wanted your approval. I don't have time, you Felix. Tell me, do you like these? Yes, I've tackled that color before. Ah, uh, Felix, will you? Is this the color of your drapes? No, no, this is the one I'm going to use for my drapes. I think this will go with my walls. <laughs> what color are your walls? Flaming peach. Very good. That'll go perfect with your walls. Yeah, I think so. Tell me, what do you think of this? Ah, oh, that would go great in your kitchen. Do you yeah. have a formal dining area? <laughs> no, no. Do you? Yeah, I just did mine in blue and white, trimmed in gold. Looks great, and the chicks love it. (laughs) Tell me, what what period is your apartment? French provincial. Uh, You see, ours is contemporary. Gee, fellas, I kind of hate to break it up. (laughs) But Bubba's in a hurry, will you? I'm sorry he's giving me so much help. Hey. I've really got to go this guy, really. But I do want to say you got a hip interior decorator here. <laughs> All right. Nice to meet you. Right. So long, Bubba. Nice little guy. I'm sorry I bust in like that, but I didn't want to do anything without your approval. I'm glad you like this because this is what I put up. <laughs> What are you so mad about? You want to know what I'm mad about? Come, listen to my interview for the book. Yeah. What do you think of this? Ah, that would go great in your kitchen. Do you have a formal dining area? Do you? Yeah, I just did mine in blue and white, trimmed in gold. I've got a nice voice, haven't <laughs> So that's a, that's a funny scene, and it's a way to get Bubba Smith into the show, which it works right. in a way. I, re- you know, after some, I guess, you know, thinking of the Deacon Jones ones, I, I remembered Bubba Smith being in an episode. And I just assumed he had a bigger role in it, not just just cameo, but it's a great cameo. He's we, very tall, by the way. He has to duck to get through yes, the door. I, think. I noticed that as well. <laughs> yeah, but that's what Felix's nice little guy joke is. I also love that he, yeah, you know, he calls Bubba Bubby. Yeah, uh, and. Um, I really laughed out loud just at the, the, the end. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I have a nice voice. Yeah, this is response to the recording because uh, it's <laughs> it's so Felix even you know being this it's so it's pushing it, but it's funny. And what's even pushing it more is that Felix is barely in that part that clip that he plays on the tape recorder. Right. It's all Bubba's exactly. <laughs> Uh, so now we have a new scene. A cab pulls up on Central Park West. Felix and Oscar walk into the apartment. Oscar has his fan- hands over his eyes and asks, can I look now? And Felix says, no, no, no. Down two steps, two steps. There you go. Oscar says, I feel like I'm being kidnapped. You know how I hate surprises, which is a good consistency note. Because in the yes. Oscar's birthday surprise episode, yes. he, surprise birthday, he says that too. Right. Now we see two items are covered in green sheets. Felix says, no, but you're going to love this one. Oscar Madison, you wanted something to sit in, here you are. And he lifts off the cover of one of the items and we see a black chair shaped like a left hand with all the fingers pointing up. The audience roars. Oscar mm-hmm. takes his hands off his eyes and then covers his eyes again when he sees it. <laughs> Which is, that's a great uh, break. That's a it great is. commercial. Break. And it does go to commercial. And then we come back for this clip. 
It looks like Bubba Smith's hand. I want you to tell me what it is. It's a chair in the shape of a hand, a left hand to be exact. And this, I suppose, is the right hand. Aren't they super? No, I send you out for some chairs, you come back with a couple of hands. But they're, they're just like ordinary chairs, sit down. But the hands, I feel like an M&M. I can sit anywhere. I'm ambidextrous. Oscar, these are going to be the rage of the future. And you can't believe what I paid for. Forty cents? Stop kidding. $200. $200? $200? Felix, that's $20 a finger. Are you crazy? These are $1,000 hands. Where's the rest of the stuff? Well, look, look at our lovely new drapes. Thank goodness for that. Now all these people can't look good and see we're sitting in hands. Oscar, when you decorate an apartment, you're creating a new environment. You don't just throw everything in. You buy one piece at a time. We'll live with the chairs a couple of days, then we'll, we'll say to a chair, what would you like around you? And it'll say gloves. Because you don't see what's going to be around. Because I see nothing around. Yes, but there's going to be something here. There's going to be something there. There's going to be something whoa, here. Whoa, over there. I want you to say something about over there. Nothing. That's the contemporary style. Nothing here. Simple, uncluttered space. You want space? Move to Utah. <laughs> I want clutter and I want it soon. Listen, when he asks you what you want, you tell him you want a table for you and your brother and a desk for your Uncle Oscar. And if you don't get it, there's going to be plenty of empty space where he used to live. Don't be upset. So $200 today is $1,203. I mean, $200 back then is $1,203 today. And that, that I, I agree, that is a lot. That is a lot. For a those. couple of chairs, yeah. especially these chairs. I love how Felix, Tony Rand also gives one of his, like, little... Uh, what is a squinty kind of nod? He gives a nod with yeah. a squint, like a very profound. <laughs> like he got a deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Wang, uh, thank goodness for that, was dubbed in. I, I get the feeling because they were, he might have lost it because they're at, in the back of the room on the drapes where the window is. Yes. And he may have his gut guard. Oh, maybe got, yeah. But I so, love the, the joke that he can't see us sitting in hands. And I, you know, so I'll, we'll talk about this a little coming up, but I mean, it's just a, such a, I, did they make these hands for this show or did they find the furniture? Well, that's first interesting. And then yeah. do the episode, like. I mean, don't... one of the things I love about this episode is that it is such a, you know, it's again, we have occasionally these real satires on modern fads, 70s yeah. fads. And uh, I would, I, they're total. this is total. everything in this episode, all the furniture that Felix gets is totally credible to me as real. That's why I think. Uh, but I feel I'm curious like, whether anyone has found the you know any ones that are actually in in real life. Yeah, I mean, it seems to me these are everything in this show is made for a real purpose, and they either borrowed them or bought them. I feel like these are not props. Or clearly modeled on, on whatever the latest fad I was. Just do I don't not know. See Paramount, yeah. given the props. Really. That's true. We show. don't see a lot of innovative design no. on the show. I mean, right. the if security they... episode did have mm -hmm. yes. a good set. So maybe. maybe but if they, they had to hire, right, if they had to design these things, they would have had a, a, a very specialist kind of designer. Exactly. So, yeah. So it's more plausible. But yeah, I'm curious whether anyone has ever, any of our listeners have found the, the real life. Or uh, it could be the Paramount Prop Shop has, yeah, you know, maybe. buys furniture. Borrowed some from a, I was about to say an Austin Bowers film, but. Um, Whatever Austin Powers is based on. Uh, so um, now we have a next scene. Felix is in the kitchen, starting. Uh, he's stirring something in a pot. He's wearing his robe and he's talking to Miriam on the phone. And he's on the phone. He says the furniture arrived early this morning. Oscar doesn't know it's here yet. Yes, he'll love it. He'll love it. Oscar yells, "Felix!" Felix says, "I'll call you back in a little while, honey." He says to Miriam. Yeah, wow. This uh, is this is like really hot for <laughs> by Felix and Miriam's standards. Their relationship, the heat is turning up. 
Oscar says, I had a bad dream. I dreamt I sat in a hand and it made a fist. <laughs> and now he comes out and he sees an entire apartment of new, very modern furniture. And now we get this clip. It's greedy. <laughs> what is this? I'm still having a nightmare. Come on, what is this? This is the stuff you asked for yesterday. Your new table, your new desk, your new lamp. Isn't it all neat? Have your orange juices on the breakfast table. <laughs> That's a breakfast table? Of course. Not of course. It was my fourth choice. Come on, meet your new roommates. Oscar, this is your new chair. This is my chair. Yes, got it just for you. See? It's shaped like a potato chip. <laughs> Isn't this an inventive tree? It's a conversation piece. Tell it to shut up. <laughs> Look. That's my desk? Yeah. <laughs> Just for you. What am I, David Copperfield? Penis, what is this? I'm a writer, not a diamond cutter. I can't work here. Oscar, learn to accept new ideas. Open your mind. Where is it written that a desk must be an enormous wooden object with drawers? Give these things a chance. You'll love them. No time to argue. I gotta get some work done. What time is it? I'm glad you asked me that. Let's go take a look at the clock. <laughs> That's a clock? What else? Could be a bunch of peeping tongues. <laughs> what time does it say? 9.35, of course. How can you tell? It's easy. Hours on this side, minutes on this side. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 10, 20, 30. The red dot is 5. 9.35. 9.36. By the time you figure it out, you're late for work. <laughs> Those copies of the interviews? Yeah. I, I got some more funny stories. Look, type up. What do you think? Is this what they mean by future shock? <laughs> sit down, sit down. Can I sit in it? I'll take a hold if you want to. Now, we'll get an objective opinion. How do you feel? <laughs> I, I sort of feel like I'm insured by all states. <laughs> okay, the tour is over. The owner of this museum has to go to work. Pay for all this. Goodbye. Okay, it's really oh. cute, Mr. Unger. Oh, look at the time. I gotta run. Bye. All right, there's a lot in that scene. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, the, the my favorite moment, I think it's yours, is when Myrna reads the time from the clock. As she's right. On way out. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, but the set design here is just, it's yeah. just. It's, it's oh, so you're gonna, gonna, yeah. gonna, you're gonna describe it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I have everything written down. Great. It's just, uh, it's just so impressive. But I do want to mention the the reference of Future Shock. That was a book that came out when I remember seeing a copy in our house in 1970 by Alvin Toffler called Future Shock. Mm -hmm. It was a big yeah. bestseller, and it talked about um, the perception of of having too much change in too much a short period of time, um, which in a way this is kind of yeah an example. Nice, of that. nice, nice little uh, reference in there. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, first, two inconsistencies I want to get out of the way first. Oscar says the breakfast table was his fourth choice, which implies that he had a role in actually seeing all these things. But uh, because Felix also earlier said he didn't want to do anything without his approval. But then it seems like Oscar's um, not seen any of these other things before at all. Well, actually, I see, I heard that differently. I think the joke, there's a different joke there, which is not, to, not literally about choosing the table, what he was going to guess it was he says what oh is, it's like what is that and felix says a breakfast table of course oh and of course what it was, was it would about my fourth choice i never like if thought he had, about that right yeah oh. first he would say like yeah right uh, so. okay all right <laughs> i like chip. that answer yeah. all right i hope that's right it's a funny joke yeah i agree with you um and then uh in that scene he says oscar says he has to go back to work to pay for all this stuff but earlier, Felix said that it was all not cost yeah. anything. Now, right. I'm confused by that, too, because and here's what's even funnier is that he begins to say early on that I had a, a, I did a, a, a photo shoot. He did a job for a furniture store. He says, right. something, yeah, right? yes. And he never gets to finish the sentence. <laughs> so I think Oscar cuts him off. Jack Klugman cut him off too early. Uh, but I, the implication he's getting a 
at least a very good deal. Or, yes. But then he tells Oscar you wouldn't have to pay a cent. Right. right. Yeah. And, and he also and, trades um, in the old furniture to help. But then he spends $200 on the hands. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's a credit. Yeah. It's a, there's inconsistency in that. So here's the pieces I, I noticed while doing this. Is I really had never done this before. Scan the entire room. Freeze frame it. I see an orange lamp. I see a 3D type of art on the wall above the fireplace. Mm, yeah. I see a small 50 style television on a green plastic table in the, in the back of the apartment. I see a yellow plastic table, uh, yellow plastic chairs and a white plastic table by the window with a mobile sculpture on it that looks like an Alexander Calder <laughs> sculpture. Mm -hmm. I see a suede, or brown, uh, a suede brown or tan couch. I see modern black and white art in the corner by the window. I see a large purple chair by the steps, modern colorful art by the kitchen, a sculpture in the shape of a U-turn arrow on the sure. fireplace mantle, a red sculpture in the shape of a chimney type of thing on the fireplace mantle. There's a sleek coat rack with metal pole and a black basin top by the door. There's various small sculptures on the bookcase in the, by where Oscar's desk is, including blocks with the number seven, and the number one <laughs> and, and no then, books and, and no books. And there's other white pieces of sculpture with holes in them. So these are besides the stuff that we will, that is called out in the scene that coming up. These are all the pieces that are not mentioned later in the show and used like as the potato props, chip. like the potato chip. Uh, of course, we should mention that when Myrna says, I feel like I'm assured by Allstate, that's because the company's ad campaign since 1950 and still going, oh. Wow. is you're in good hands with Allstate. I, I was surprised whenever I've seen this episode that it was, I was first surprised it was in use even then, but that's amazing. It goes back to the 50s. Uh, next scene, Oscar, uh, he uh, sits in the potato chip and at <laughs> first it tips back and he has to put his hands out to not fall over. Then he cannot get up, so he has to intentionally tip it back and roll out of it. He then sits at his desk and he puts notes that he has to type up on the lower shelf of this little, little red desk. He starts to type, but every time he does it, the, the desk tips back a little <laughs> and he can't type. And he says, look at this. I got a singing tree and a dancing table. And that it is a tiny, it's a tiny little school desk. Again, what am I, David Copperfield? It's one of these, you know, like uh, uh, flip the desk part flips over. Yeah, it's a little. That, it's not even a desk. It's like that's a tiny, the chair. That's the, the chair. chair. It's attached to the chair, right? Right, but there's like, another. There's the red desk. It's oh, next there's to the, the chair. kind of a that's tiny the little table. That's what the right. typewriter's on. The typewriter's not on. His though. typewriter is bigger yeah. than the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. Felix, Felix, out here, please. What is it? That's it. Come in. Come on, sit down, Felix. What's wrong? Just sit down. Not there. Sit on a chip. <laughs> All right, Felix. Your decorating days are over. I send you out for furniture. What do you come back with? Two hands, right? Uh, a Nobel Prize clock? A kindergarten chair? A laser beam? A chrome bush? You gotta, you gotta understand these things. Give them time. I've given them time. Three red dots and two white ones. It's my apartment. We're gonna do this my way. See, I'm gonna trade all this stuff in for couches with arms. See, I'm gonna have a chair with a back, a lamp with a bulb. The only hands in this apartment will be on my clock. So the end of that scene, Felix is pouting, sitting in the chip. Yeah, I think, you know, this scene... I don't remember as well. I think this was cut in syndication, which it could easily, it's kind of, it's kind it's of. Sets, uh, really? It sets up the whole. Well, I think you, the next scene yeah, sort you of could implies it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not useless, but it is not a lot of laughs. But the, I don't know if I've said enough, the, 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 the new living room, which actually I, maybe my tastes are weird. I like it. <laughs> although it's not functional i the, the no. little desk is doing much. but it certainly it's just, is it's just uh, very impressive just such it's really such an impressive set the way they yes did yes it. It's just, and it is perfectly it's, 70s that's true it is one of the more memorable sets it, it's a little series. like you know sleeper the woody allen movie yes in the future. yes you're right you're right yeah yeah uh so we have a new scene now murray is helping oscar where to put this couch that he bought which is purple and very grandma <laughs> murray says about three inches towards me oscar moves it murray says ah, ah now about one inch towards you oscar touches it murray says ah now just a pinch towards me 
He moves it again, and Murray goes, ah, Oscar says, oh, will you stop the ahs and the pinches? It's fine just the way it is. Murray mm -hmm. says, Oscar, you've got some lovely pieces here. Where did you get them? Oscar says, from Sam Sam, the discount man. Murray says, mm -hmm. I know him. I arrested him once. <laughs> Oscar says, how about it? It took Felix a week to decorate this place. I did it like that. And he snaps his fingers. Looks pretty good, doesn't it? Murray says, oh, it's groovy. Now we see the pieces. <laughs> Which is weird. weird choice of words for him. We see the pieces that Oscar bought. Then there are hodgepodge. There's a small dining room table with green and blue chairs with backs that are in the shape of diamonds. There's a ceramic figurines. There's an antique looking bookcase in the rear with tiki looking knickknacks. There's a purple side chair, a wooden display unit next to the fireplace with more knickknacks, a black chair with fabric backing in the rear, a coffee table, a cuckoo clock, a bar stool type table, a yellow chair, a red, white, and blue flower holder, which is what I'm guessing are plastic tulips. By the way, we should say it's completely implausible that I feel Oscar had all the other furniture removed. Yeah. Where to, we don't know. Where to, and then and brought uh, the stuff in. How in all this stuff got delivered. Right, right, in a day. Not possible. Uh, Murray goes over to the dining room table where the chairs are purple. Uh, Purple are next to each other and green next to each other. And Murray says, it's not right. You've got to make it boy, girl, boy, girl. Give me a hand. Move that chair over. So Oscar picks up one of the green chairs. Murray puts the purple chair in its place. Then he takes the other purple chair and puts it where the one he had moved was. Oscar puts the green chair where that purple chair was. Therefore, all they've done is put the purple chairs <laughs> next to each other again and the green chairs next to each other again. Murray says, there, that's it. And the audience laughs hard, realizing that they have you know, done nothing. Like it's obviously just a visual sight gag, which is funny. Yes. Yeah. Felix then comes in and he sees the furniture for the first time. And there's a, this is a very visual scene, but the audience reaction to Felix witnessing this furniture <laughs> tells up something. You hear the yeah. groan yeah. because yeah. they can feel for Felix who has, right. you know, been, is traumatized at what he sees. <laughs> uh, so we're going to pick it up from uh, from the reaction of the chairs. And we, even though it's a visual clip, you'll hear the audience reaction. And the, first you'll hear them laugh at the chair gag. That is uh, Felix walks in completely depressed at what he sees, walks to the back of the mopes to the back of the apartment, then comes out and hits Oscar with a pillow. And that's <laughs> I had forgotten that the other noise is Murray blowing his whistle to break up the fight. By the way, the, one of the other things in there is when Felix walks in, Murray has this very satisfied smile on his face yeah. as if they've done this great job putting this yeah. apartment together, completely yeah. not understanding that removing all that other furniture <laughs> it would really would completely upset, upset Felix. Felix, right. <laughs> Murray is always positive, always looks at the positive. Uh, now we have a new scene. Felix is dusting. He picks up a red ceramic chicken. and He dusts, dusts it and says, it's a chicken. <laughs> he then goes to dust a picture on the wall and a piece falls off of it. He turns to Oscar, who's working at his desk and says, it's a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> I, that, that made me laugh so much when the piece came out. Oscar mouths, I know. He then dusts the plastic tulips. They seem to be plastic in that. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, right. And he picks up a pillow, which has a poem sewn onto it and <laughs> reads it. He says, just hello. I'd like to be with you a while and hear about the folks. I'd like to sit and see you smile at the same old jokes. But since you are so far away, I cannot hope to go. I'll send along this little token just <laughs> to say hello. Oscar staring at Felix while he reads this. And Felix looks at him with disgust. Now, it's a little corny, but is it so horrible that a pillow has that on it? I don't know. Maybe my tastes, again, are not very sophisticated. I'm not that I want that pillow or care well, about it's, it. It's even odd that Oscar, who is such a 
you know, would would I think Oscar would even more reject something. So he probably didn't even notice there was a poll. So milk toast, and yeah, he probably. But you're right, he didn't even notice. Yeah. So Felix is well. This is you know this this episode plays up Felix the snob, the elitist. Yeah. Because uh, and which is why he, you know, we we think of Felix as someone who loves opera and all these old fashioned things, but there is it is clever that they they make him more complicated than that. Did he? He likes. He doesn't laugh at the modern trends. He he's an elitist. He you know it's artsy. So Felix looks at him with disgust. He goes over the drapes, which are the only thing Oscar did not change, and he cries while holding them and says to them, "I'm sorry." <laughs> then the doorbell rings and it's Miriam. He opens the door with a chain on it and asks, "What is it, dear?" <laughs> he says, "Dear." Yes. She says, oh, I just come down to say hi. May I come in? Felix says, no, I can't say hi now. Miriam says, why is something wrong? Felix says, I'm photo developing some film. That's the oh, way he, he says it. Well, he's kind of fumbling, right? Yes, because he's upset. It is, that is hilarious when you think about it. It's, we've never, he, even for his girlfriend, he, he hasn't taken the chain off the door. <laughs> right. <It's> like, <laughs> I'll come up later and say hi, okay? Oscar asks why he didn't let her in, and that leads to our final clip. Because I'm ashamed. <laughs> Anywhere I look, something offends my senses. Oscar, it, it looks as though you, you got this whole place free with a full tank of gas. Why, so it's a little wild. A little wild. Well, that's my apartment. It's not your apartment, it's our apartment. But you've been throwing your weight around as, as though I didn't even exist. All right, you didn't like the way I decorated it, but at least I tried, I made an effort, I cared. This looks as though you threw it together in an hour. 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. Yep. Well, Oscar, I'm sure you've heard the expression in your life at some time or other, the straw that broke the camel's back. You've tried many ways to get me out of here. You've tried tricks, you've tried anger, you've even tried physical expulsion. You finally succeeded with the old standby. Bad taste. <laughs> Ratso Rizzo had a cuter apartment. <laughs> Look, Felix, I'm willing to admit that I went too far if you're willing to admit that you went too far. Maybe I did, huh? All I can say, Oscar, is you and I have different tastes. I like caviar, you like tuna. I like champagne, you like beer. I like beef bourguignon, you like beef jerky. <laughs> the stores are open till nine o'clock tonight. Let's compromise, let's go out and get something we both can live with. Okay. Oh, do this stuff. Sell it to a fortune teller. Uh, I love the line about physical expulsion and bad taste. Those I just those are very memorable that you yeah you, the old yeah. standby bad taste and that you've <laughs> even tried physical expulsion. Um, you know I I had never seen when I was watching this episode in high school I had not seen the Night Cowboy so I never understood the Ratso Rizzo uh -huh, reference. Right. I finally saw it like what what are you are you saying that as a, a eight year old you did not see well, an X rated uh, film that's interesting point i was thinking more like 13 and you're right yeah. it is i forgot it was x-rated um, that is not a film appropriate for children right um uh, but you're no I, which is why i think that's that's definitely where i first heard the heard the name just thought it was a funny name right? yeah right i mean I, even I, though you could argue there is a ratso rizzo midnight cowboy reference in the opening credits when oscar is almost a car almost hits him and he slams down the car in a kind of i'm walking here moment oh that's true but I, that just is a theory. So now we have a tag, the establishing shot of the San Remo again. Felix says, this furniture is perfect, but we've got to get it in the right position. So now we see new furniture. There's a white couch. There's a bookcase in the rear. Uh, and I did look. So the furni this furniture is not in the next episode, which is the season three finale, hmm. Hmm. Uh, when Murray comes to dinner, which we have learned from one of our listeners is um, there's a, we'll talk more about this next week. It's filmed out of order. Um, but in season four, uh, so I looked, I skipped ahead to the next season. The furniture I see today in this test tag looks 
something like the furniture in season four. Mm -hmm. It's much closer to that than the furniture that was there before Felix got rid of everything. It's not the exact same furniture, I do not think. Mm -hmm. So I think they tried to be consistent and acknowledge that they had redone the set here, mm -hmm. but they, I guess, had to find something else. Maybe the set was used by somebody else over the summer and they had to redress it and they got different type, different furniture. Uh I imagine they certainly felt no obligation to keep it consistent. Uh, they did, but they tried. I mean, the couch here um, is, uh, it's gray uh, in, in the season four. And here it's not quite gray. And there's a bookcase in the rear also still, but it's a different bookcase. So my point is, and I don't know, you know, I didn't look past episode one of season four, but I think they tried to be consistent and acknowledge there's this new set. And maybe that was part of the reason to, do this is to kind of freshen up the set a little bit i don't know or too well they have to reassure us that we're not actually they're not going to actually live with the potato chip chair and the hands for forever right but i could have seen them being lazy <laughs> enough to go back to the old furniture oh i see yes yeah so now well it's a compromise the whole point of that last scene was that yes but the but the the, the actual production has to stay consistent oh. to it and not just go yes. back to the old set and forget yes. that this ever happened yes Murray, Miriam, Myrna, and, o Myrna and Oscar are around the couch, moving it as Felix instructs them. Felix says, come on, bring it towards me, an inch, an inch, an inch. No, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more your side, a little bit more, a little bit more. Bring it down, bring it down, down towards me. Oscar says, oh, wait a minute here. We've been moving this thing for two hours. We're wearing out the rug. Felix says, just give it a little more. We're nearly there. Oscar says, no, that's it. Felix pulls Oscar out of the way and tells him not to hurt himself. Felix says, Myrna will help me. Myrna, come on, pull it back a little bit on your side. Come on, here we go. One, two, three. And Myrna does not move. He says, come on, here we go, Myrna. Give it the old try, Myrna. What do you say? Here we go, Myrna. Here we go, Myrna. Murray, will you help me? You get down there and help me, will you please? And Murray looks at him annoyed. Felix says, Miriam, you'll help me. Come on, here we go. One, two. Come on, Miriam, come on. Miriam shakes her head. Felix says, I'll do it myself. But he cannot move the couch at all, which seems a little bit unrealistic and he says you know something i like it <laughs> and that's where we end um so i give this episode five out of five murrays it is one of my favorites the set design is what pushes it up to a five um you know if it was a kind of more of a cheaper less thoughtful looking right. futuristic living room i would have um not given it a five but there's just something, I love non-dystopian views of the future. It's part <laughs> of my passions, it's true. Huh. And huh. this is that, this is a futuristic looking, this is what people in the seventies imagine the future looks right. like. Right. And, I, and I'm a big <laughs> fan of that sort of Interesting. Uh, pastiche, if you will. Yes. So, and there's so many great gags. I mean, they just use the yeah. pieces so well. Yeah. So I, this is one of my all, you know, top five episodes. I give it five out of five. Murray. You know, you're right that the get the jokes they make about the furniture also it makes you think about like what came first, right? Uh, did they actually did Harvey Miller write an idea about a chair that was a hand and they built it, or did they go shopping and write a bunch of jokes, like rift? on what they were found and just kept the furniture that was the funniest. Uh, uh, it's just so well tailored to it. Um, it is it is a biggie, uh, I agree. It's one of my favorites, but I don't know if it's one of, my, like, one of my top five or top 10. And I'm a little hesitant to give it an all out five Murrays. I don't, I think the reason is it, it, it seems picky, but it has a great middle it's not necessarily a great begin. Something off about the beginning, and even the not, not you know a lot of shows have had a lot of episodes have had a lame tag, but not just the tag, but the way it kind of resolves is nice. They have a nice little reconciliation scene, but it's not funny, and so the real laughs come in the meet in the middle of the episode, and the beginning and the end are a little bit slow or not as uh, laugh out loud funny. So loses a little steam that way. It doesn't have like a consistent, relentless. It just once once Felix uh, gets rid of, once the furniture, they start getting rid of the furniture and then they get start getting the new furniture, it really gets on a roll. And that uh, middle 20 minutes or 18 minutes is gold, definitely. But I'd say 4.5. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I, get, I, I, I agree with your, what you're saying. 
I think the that the heart that you love is so good to me that it makes up for is the, is the episode. Yeah, right, and right. it doesn't matter that it's a slow start. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Well, we thank everyone for listening. If you have feedback or um, we're getting some great um, stuff in our email, some some great people been sending us some of their documents they've been doing. Yes, compiling notes about the show. We got a, a great inconsistency document recently and um, we love all the feedback. People are you know, giving us a lot of great info that we didn't know. Uh, so please e- continue email us at 1049pod at gmail.com. Garrett, look for hair. Ted, if you want space, move to Utah. <laughs>